and talk about um, something that the Lord put on my heart, and I think it's going to be good for us. Let me pray. Father, I thank you for this time together. I thank you for the challenge that you give us. I thank you um, that you are continuing to chasten us and correct us, helping us to become continually better. I thank you for your encouragement. I thank you for this camaraderie, this sisterhood that you have given us. Iron sharpens iron. And I thank you, Lord, that you are um, using us to sharpen one another so that when you return, we are ready. We are ready to see you and ready to spend eternity with you. I pray for our family members that you would save our family members, save us. And God, give us the strength and the endurance and the fight to stick with it all the way through to the end. In Jesus' name, amen. I pray with my eyes open because I don't want something to happen and, and my phone goes silent. Okay, so... Hello, Brandy. Glad you're with us. Anybody else as you're hopping on? I'm going to go ahead and get started. Hey, Lita May. So I'm going to give us some marching orders for today. And the marching orders are, actually, they're the marching orders for the week. We give marching orders on Monday. The marching orders, hello, Angela. The marching orders this week are check your motives. Okay, check your motives. And I think I always do this. I like to do this. I like to say, Put a sticky note on your computer screen. Put a sticky note on your mirror. Put some. Put this on your wallpaper. Do something all week long to um, write, jog your memory to say, check your motives. All week long, we want to check our motives for following Jesus. So I'm going to read Matthew chapter 7, and it's verse... Um, let's see, where is it? Okay, verse 24, Matthew 7 and 24 says, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine, I'm on my front porch and my sister-in-law is driving by. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. Verse 26, And everyone that hears these sayings of mine and does not do them shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. Okay. So, what I want to point out right here is that the person that heard the words of the Lord and obeyed faced a storm. The person that heard the words of the Lord and didn't obey faced a storm. So, there's a constant here that God is showing us. Both. Both faced a storm. Whether they were obeying Christ or not obeying Christ, they both, it says, and the rain descended and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat up on that house. So whether they were building their life on Jesus Christ or not building their life on Jesus Christ, the flood came, and the, the winds blew, and it says, and beat up on that house, both. So I want us to check our motives. This has been in my heart in the last few days. Um, I want us to ask ourselves, if we come to Jesus trying to escape some things. Because if we do, then that's going to cause us to 
look at him when he allows us to walk through the storm and he allows the floods to come and the winds to blow really harshly and the storm to beat up on our house, we're going to look at him as if he's betrayed us. So do we come to God to escape um, hardship? Do we come to the Lord to escape trouble? Do we come to him thinking that we can escape the pain of life? Do we come to him to escape suffering? Because he never promises us an escape from suffering. In fact, we find all through the word of God that the prophets suffered for his namesake and even the apostles who were uh, filled with the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, which does give us so much power, they still, they still suffered. And Paul said it this way. He said, for I, I have come to realize that this present suffering does not even compare to the glory that will re be revealed. And then in the book of Acts, you'll see where there were apostles that were persecuted heavily and they actually got up from that persecution and it says they counted it a privilege to be able to receive the suffering of Christ and take on his suffering with him. Paul talks about, I, I've come to know you in the power of your resurrection and in the fellowship of your suffering. No, this, this broadcast tonight is not about suffering. It's not, we're not trying to bring on extra suffering, but we do have to check our motives because if we're coming to God trying to escape a hard life, if we're coming to God trying to escape hardship and trying to escape um, trouble, then we're going to feel like Jesus let us down. So here's, I pray that the Lord helps me to impart it to you the way that he gave it to me. So when he was talking to me, he said, okay, Brianne, so I want you to check your motives. If you're coming to me to escape hardship, there are going to be times that I'm going to lead you through the storm. I am literally going to lead you. I'm going to watch you walk through the storm. I'm going to stay close by you, but I'm going to allow you to walk through the storms. There are times that I'm going to let you face some humbling experiences. There are times that I'm going to let you fail. I'm not, I'm going to let you be a human. I'm going to let you mess up. I'm going to let you, um, walk through some difficult times. And if you're coming to me trying to escape difficult times, then you're going to look back at me as if I've betrayed you and you might even turn your back on me. Because if your only reason for connecting with me is to escape hardship, then the moment I let you walk through hardship for a better purpose and for your own good, you're going to turn your back on me as if I've let you down. And so I could just see like us being this little, like a little child and we're walking with Jesus as our guide or as our father. And when he lets us walk through a hard time for our growth, for our development, for greater anointing, for more wisdom, because I say Knowledge comes from a book, but wisdom comes from experience. So if he lets us walk through, my, my brother is walking by and my husband's pulling up, so you're going to hear them. If he lets us walk through a time because he knows we need wisdom or he knows we need maturity or he knows that we need development, 
we're going to feel like he betrayed us if our only motive for living for him is to escape those hard times. Okay, so we have to ask ourselves this week, really, why am I following Jesus? Am I following Jesus with impure motives? Am I following Jesus because I want an easier life? Am I following Jesus because I feel like he's going to deliver me from the storm? Am I following Jesus because I feel like he's going to deliver me from the fiery furnace? That's setting us up for failure. But let me, let me give you a perspective change, okay? If we know that, if we know the secret that the storm is coming no matter what, Right here, it's constant. There's two groups of people. Either you're obeying or you're not. There's there's two groups of people. But both experience the storm. So here's the secret. If, if we can all recognize and realize that the storm is coming like Kelly talked about last week. Great job. I want to say great job to every lady that um, has been doing fight time last week. You were speaking to people. You were speaking to people more than you even realized the Lord was using you to, to minister to people. So if we understand, like Kelly was saying, that the storm is coming no matter what, now let's ask ourselves this question. If I have to walk through the valley of the shadow of death, do I want to do it with Jesus or do I want to do it without Jesus? Because he's going to let us walk through the hard times. So if the hardships are coming, if the storm is coming, if the rain is coming, if the winds are going to blow, and and we know it's inevitable, they're going to blow on our house. And according to the word of God, they beat on the house. If the storm is coming and it's going to beat on our house, do we want to walk through it with Jesus or without Jesus? So let's have a perspective change. If we're coming to Jesus to escape the storm, we're coming to him for the wrong reason and our relationship with him won't last. But if we will recognize and face the hard truth that the storm is coming no matter what, now here's here's my question to you. Do you want to walk through the storm with or without the fourth man? Do you want to walk through the fire with or without the fourth man? Do you want to face the storm with or without Jesus? Do you want to walk through the valley of the shadow of death with or without his rod and his staff to comfort you? Because they all happen to all of us. Okay, so let's check our motives. Let's ask ourselves the hard question. Why have I come to Jesus? Why? Why have I run to Jesus? I'm running to him because I want to walk through the storm with him. I can't imagine walking through the storm without him. I lost my father-in-law a couple of years ago, and this is what we said. Can't imagine walking through something like this without the Lord, without the peace. So let's just go ahead and get it in our hearts right now. He allows us to face some hard times. Yes, we have wonderful days. We have really good days, but we also have really bad days. 
we're still going to spill things. We're still going to drop things. We're still going to um, have terrible days. We're, there are still going to be days where we wake up and we think, why in the world did I wake up? There's days we're going to feel like Job, where we're going to feel like it would have been better for me if I had never been born. There are hard days. There are times where we're going to face loss. There are times where we're going to have great gain. There's times where we're going to be sad. Guess what? We're ladies. There are hormonal days. There are hormonal seasons, and they are hard. But either we're going to walk through those hormonal seasons with God, or we're going to do it without Him. That's the real decision. Do we want to face these times with or without Him? Okay? So... I'm not selling you um, a perfect life where if you come to Jesus, he's going to just rescue you and you're going to live in Mickey Mouse Clubhouse land where your biggest problem is trying to find um, your dog's bone. No, that's not reality. As and, and here's the thing, this is not our real home. One day we will live in perfect harmony. One day we will live in perfect bliss. But now is not the time for that, okay? Right now we live on earth. And last time I looked, you were in a human dirt body. I'm in a human dirt body. We mess up and people let us down and we have hard days. So either we're going to face those things with out the comfort of the Holy Spirit, or we're going to walk through it with the comfort of the Holy Spirit. Okay? Let's pray, ladies. I'm going to leave my eyes open. I know that's awkward, and I don't even like doing it, but it's more awkward when I'm praying and it's silent. So you can close your eyes. How about you close your eyes so you don't see me in this awkwardness of my eyes being open? All right. Heavenly Father, I thank you. God, this is just coming to me right now. I want to thank you, Lord, that you're not afraid of the storm. I thank you that you are God over the storm. And you, just like Jeremy preached yesterday, you put yourself right in that storm with us. In fact, you walk on the waves. You walk on the water. So I thank you, first of all, God, that you are omnipotent that you have all power and you are not a coward. You, you are so mighty and so strong. And not only do you allow us to walk through the storm, but you absolutely walk through the storm with us. So I thank you, Father, that there is no darkness that you back up from. Your light dispels the darkness. There is no hard time that you back up from. There is no devil that you are afraid of. So there is nothing that we could face or walk through that, that would cause you to back up. So because of that, God, I am asking, I'm coming to your throne and I'm asking you to give every one of these ladies the boldness that we need to not back up in the middle of the storm. The strength that we need to endure when the winds of change are blowing. Give us the courage to walk through the fire. Give us the sustainability and the steadfastness to stick with you when we feel like you are allowing us to walk through a time that, that we don't even understand how it could be, how it could bring any good in our lives. But we stand on your promise that we can be confident that everything works together for our good, for the good of those who love the Lord 
and are called according to his purpose. So, Lord, help us to love you with the right motive. We're not loving you to escape hard times. We're not loving you with this unrealistic expectation. But instead, we are loving you because we know that nobody can replace you. And we absolutely can't make it without you. Father, if we have impure motives, I ask that this week, as we are focused on checking our motives, Lord, you know our heart. You know that our hearts are desperately wicked and you search our hearts. I ask that you would bring to our understanding the things in our lives that are impure and that are displeasing to you in Jesus name. Amen. All right, ladies. I love you. Have a wonderful week. Check your motives. I'll see you later. Hey, by the way, it's a good week to focus on ourselves and not on everybody else. That might help you through the week. Just a little tidbit of free information. I'll see you later. Bye-bye.